Hey, Jason Rice here at the, another episode of the Lot Party Show. Again, what Lot Party uh, Show is all about is about helping you stir up your inventory online, stir up what we're doing uh, on our virtual lot, because uh, the guys do a, well, a good job of what's going on in their physical lot, typically green customers, make sure your cars are standing tall, but what we want to focus on and what we could do to help stir up that virtual lot. One thing that we've been doing here lately is doing a featured dealer of the week, and what I've been asking dealers to do is send me your plates. You notice there's some plates in the background. I have an empty frame right here. I haven't had a plate uh, sent in for a little bit. So I left this blank just to let you guys know. Send me a plate and I'd like to uh, reference your store, uh, store during the show. Maybe even set up an interview, kind of go over what your best practices are. So, so go to lotpop.com, contact us page or the info about us page has the address there just to send us a plate, put it up there and feature your dealership. So what I want to talk about, this is the one weekend right after, or one week right after Thanksgiving. And so hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving, sets up for a whole new holiday uh, month here. Uh, kind of different mindset going into uh, this next few weeks and going into the end of the year and wrapping things up. But I hope you had a good Black Friday weekend. And what happens though this time of year, there's obviously a lot of attention going on in new cars. And well, I'm seeing a lot of dealerships struggle moving used cars that have to get real aggressive on pricing. And there's certain cars, what I want to do in this episode is kind of go over things that you need to be tracking. I go over a lot on, you know, what to do to help move your inventory, talk about flat pricing and strategies like that. But what do you need to really be monitoring and, and, and tracking and what's the best practices on some of these metrics on your virtual lot, your marketing of your inventory. And I'm going to go over those. Um, but, you know, I, there's some things I want to let you know and some trends I see in the market. Right now, you know, again, we probably look at over a thousand, well, we probably do over a thousand price changes a week, but we look at thousands of cars on a weekly basis. And as we're pulling up cars to do price adjustments with dealers, here's a few things I'm seeing stick out. One, trucks like uh, F-150s, even some of these Silverados and stuff are starting to set, especially over 30 grand. I think with the uh, emphasis on new cars and new trucks and 20% off GMs offering on these new vehicles, a lot of people are trading in older trucks and, and going with the new version. You know, they might do 72 months at 0% versus, you know, 60 months at a, at a rate on a used one when it's over 30 grand. So we see trucks both hitting the auctions pretty heavy, but they're sitting on dealers' lots. And uh, if, if the average price is 100% of the market, I'm seeing trucks, you know, have to be priced in the mid to upper 80s to low 90s before they're, they're moving on a lot of lots. Uh, other things kind of sitting around, I'm seeing Wranglers just starting to move, but they've been sitting for a while. The other things we're starting to see a lot of Acadias and, and Traverses and Buick Enclaves and things like that showing up at the auction plus popping up a lot when we're doing price changes. So, you know, keep your eye on these SUVs and trucks that you think that you can hold out for these winter months with all this activity going on new, it's making it tougher and tougher. Maybe it'd be different going into January, but inventory levels on the wholesale end don't seem to be that way. Now, when it comes to marketing, because again, we got to get these cars to stand out and we got to make sure our used cars are, are getting the attention because again, everything getting pulled away from new. So what I want to focus on and things that we kind of focus on with dealerships, I'm going to kind of look away here. I'm going to actually pull up some charts for you to see during the call. But the first chart that we kind of look at, things that you want to track on marketing your cars uh, on your online, I look at about seven 
indicators that'll tell me if we're doing a good job or not. One is price. Again, most of our dealers, all of our dealers use a system like Viato, but you could have other systems out there that you're using to manage your inventory. But one of the things that you want to look at is your pricing at least week after week when we do a weekly call with the dealership, but week after week is your pricing at least staying the same or getting more aggressive. Okay, we obviously don't want our pricing going up right now. There's a huge drop off in shopper counts. It's one thing you want to look at. Another thing that you want to look at going on in on autotradercars.com, you can log in the back and look at shopper counts, and you'll see November and December are going to be usually the lowest ones all year long. So if shopper counts are dropping, um, inventory levels are, are building up a little bit because new cars are coming in again. But is your pricing getting more aggressive as the activity slows down or as more cars are out there for less shoppers? So make sure uh, we look at like zero to 30, 30 to 60, and 60 plus type buckets is my pricing getting more aggressive or at least staying the same. I don't want my pricing going up. Now you guys directionally don't go and raise your prices, but if you're not paying attention to a car for 30 days, you could price it at market average at 100% day one, but by day 30, it could be 104% because in 30 days, the market's dropped. So even though you're not raising your pricing, it's being your price has risen against the market. So make sure you're staying at least with market trends, shifting as the market shifts, or get more aggressive. Okay, so that's one area you want to look at, and obviously the shopper account. Another one is look at SRPs and VDPs per car. Let's talk about SRPs per car. Here's a chart here. So each week, are we, we're looking at are we increasing or decreasing each week. If your SRPs per car is going down, there could be multiple reasons why. Again, we're looking on a per car basis. One, it could be, again, shopper count. If shopper counts are down, we're going to get less per car. The other reason why, we could have the wrong cars out there. So look at, you know, maybe the day supply or the average investment of your cars. But also, and I'll talk about a little bit of inventory mix, maybe you just got the wrong cars, make model, year make model type stuff. But the SRPs per car, there's multiple reasons why that could be down. It could be that you're missing cars too, okay? Now we're talking on a per car basis, but if I have a 100 cars and I'm looking at my SRPs and divide it by the 100 cars I have in inventory, but direction I only have 80 online, there's a disconnect there. So and I'll cover that's another track we're going to go over, another thing we're going to track. VDPs per car. Track that. Is it going up or down each week or you're even per car basis? A VDP per car could be going down for multiple reasons. Uh, one, your photo. If your photo's not there or if it's a bad photo, could be uh, the wrong car. <laughs> Again, if people are doing searches for trucks or sedans and they just don't like that particular sedan, okay, your VDP shows up in a search, but it won't get clicked on. You know, wrong color. When I say wrong car, it could be wrong color, it could be wrong miles, things like that. But if you have the wrong color or the wrong miles or the wrong equipment, people aren't clicking on it. The third thing would be price. So again, your photos, price, and sometimes your descriptions. I say sometimes because an auto trader, it will display your first few sentences of your description, okay? Um, and if it's not appealing, maybe it doesn't entice somebody to click on it. But VDPs, doesn't uh, the comments doesn't affect the VDP on cars.com because on cars.com, they don't display your comments until they actually click on the car, get the VDP, then they see your comments. But it's usually price descriptions and photos or price and, and, and photos most of the time on that. And then and descriptions can help sometimes. Another thing is to track is what percentage of your inventory is missing photos. 
okay? So is it, uh, usually if you have an inventory of 100 or more, you're gonna have about 20% or so missing photos because you're gonna have some going in and out of the shop, transportation, so 20% is kind of that level that you wanna be at, but shoot, I really wouldn't want more than five, 10% if you can get that turnaround. Now, if you got a small lot, you're not buying a lot of cars, it should be less than five, 10%, but if you have a ton of inventory and it's purchasing a lot, it's gonna be around 20% of your inventory or less, needs to be missing images but that again is costing you could be costing you srps if searches if people are narrowing the search down with cars with just photos but mostly it's going to affect your vdps per car so track what percentage of your inventory is missing photos another thing that you're going to want to look at obviously time to photos and things like that but i'm big on control and what you can control and a lot of times we can't control the time to photos because again transportation parts holds service guy or detail guy was sick and got behind or whatever. What you can control on your time to numbers, time to online, time to photos is time to price. You should be able to price a car day one. There's no reason why you can't take a car and price it to the retail market day one. Some people give reasonings of, well, it's not through service. I don't know what I'm going to owe on it. But you can't let that affect what the market price is. If the market price is 15 grand, you're going to need to price it around that 15 grand to be competitive. It, it, the market doesn't care if you owe 14.5 on it or it costs two grand more than you thought in recon. You still need to price that car. And the other benefit of pricing it out the gate, knowing retail market and pricing it competitively to the market, is you know your spread. Then, if you owe, you bought or you traded for 12, you're going to price it at 15. You got a three grand spread. So when the service, when the RO, when the service um, manager comes in and says, hey, you need two grand worth of work, you can make a quicker decision. Should I go ahead and do the two grand and only make a $1,000 profit tops? Or should I just go ahead and wholesale? Don't do the work wholesale. So by pricing it by day one, you'll be able to get better educated decision on what cars to keep, how much work to do on them, because maybe you don't do the two grand worth of work, you cut it down to 1,200 worth of work, and then, or and wholesale it, or wholesale it quick, and or you're gonna get more exposure on that car. You're gonna get the SRPs and VDPs with that pricing quicker. The other thing that you can control that on your time two numbers that you wanna track is time to descriptions. You should be able to describe the car day one. You bought it at the auction, you know what equipment's on it, you know the miles on it, describe the car. Uh, you trade it for the car, you appraised it, you know what, if you put new tires and new brakes on it, you know if it's a local trade, you know those things, so you know you're gonna be able to describe a car day one. So all these time two numbers are important, Time to online presence, time to photos, time to, but time to descriptions and price are the two areas that you have control of. Make it two days or less. That's our goal. Want to make it two days or less, get a price on a vehicle. Another area that you want to look at when you're marketing your cars and, and driving SRPs for your autotradercars.com, car gurus, and all these other sites is inventory, diversification of inventory. When we talk to franchise dealers, we, you typically want a 50% make mix. Okay, if I'm a Ford store, I want 50% Fords. Uh, the reason I want that is I'm gonna want, you know, I, people naturally come in and ask us for a used Ford, or I could switch a new car buyer to a used car buyer, uh, a new car to a used car. Um, and so a Ford, I'm gonna want that, or certification for Ford, I'm gonna want that coverage too. So the other 50%, man, if you're a dealership that has 100 plus type inventory, I would have about a 15 make mix. Okay, that's an, a gauge that we put out there that if you have 50% of your inventory is Fords, 
you should also have about 15 other make mixes, all including your Ford. So Ford plus 14 others. If you're a smaller lot that has maybe 50 cars, you might cut down that to 10 or 12 different mixes because, again, it's hard for you to have that many on that small of an inventory. So have about 50% franchise mix. If you're an independent, I would have 20 plus different makes mix, depending on the size of your inventory, of course. But um, if your franchise, 50% of your franchise mix, and then at least 12 to 15 other makes out there. That diversifies your inventory. When people look for Hondas, you pop up. Nissans, you're popping up. When they look for Lincolns, you're popping up. So make sure when you're marketing, have a good mix of inventory, the right ones, but again, a good mix of makes. And then last but not least, kind of what I alluded to earlier on SRPs, know how many cars you have in stock and how many are actually online. I'm looking at a dealer right now. He has 60 cars, but only 54 online. So there's six cars missing. It could just been in the in the feed overnight. You know, when we looked at it today, it just wasn't in the, it was on the feed last night. It wasn't reporting. Could be a, a timing thing. But you need to know that because here, if you're missing uh, 60 cars and you're missing six, that's 10% missing online. But six cars, let's say you average 2,000 SRPs per car on six cars, that's 12,000, or no, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, that's 12,000 SRPs you're missing on each side. So that's a lot of SRPs that you're not getting on your cars. And, uh, you know, th that money being spent is not getting, you're not getting maximizing your ROI. So those cars not getting there are not getting the searches. That inventory mix you worked so hard on, if they're not online getting the searches, you kind of wasted it. So those are the key areas as far as if you if you manage those and monitor those every week, and then if one of those are down, let's say, again, your SRPs are down, know why. Is it shopper count? Is it my inventory level? Is it the wrong mix? Is it the wrong average investment? Know why and make adjustments week after week so you don't lose the month. You don't want to get at the end of the month and go, what just happened? So I hope this video was helpful. Again, just a deeper dive in what metrics to really look at when you're marketing your cars because it's tough right now competing against these new cars. You need to get these used more exposure. So again, hopefully this is helpful. Enjoy the Auto Dealer Live show this week, and we'll talk to you next week. Send me some plates so we can get your dealer featured here. Talk to you later. Thanks.